0: Welcome to the Fantasy Addict Dynasty podcast with your hosts, Andrew Amor and Frank Cicalise.
1: Listeners and welcome to another rendition of the NFL Fantasy Addict podcast. Today we are bringing you our 2022 mock draft. I've brought Jack and Joel with me. No Frank today, so hopefully we can survive without the uh, the dad of the podcast. Um, boys, how are we going? Excited
0: for draft day, gentlemen. This is the best episode of the Fantasy Addicts podcast yet because we've got the three members that are worth listening to on. Um, <laughs> great to be here. Obviously, draft day in less than 12 hours now. I have been bloody waiting for it all day. I've got the jitter jit. I don't think I'll be able to sleep tonight. So um, just a couple of energy, energy drinks for me and a little bit more draft prep, and I will be pulling an all-nighter and waiting until 10 a.m. tomorrow morning. Joel, how are you feeling?
2: Yeah, it's like being a kid at Christmas, guys. Um, just excited for the draft. Um, obviously, going to be a good one—a no Frank one. Um, yeah, let's let's get into it. Feeling excited, raring to go.
1: Yeah, hot start. Um, I don't really want to edit because uh, Frank's delegated those duties to me. So, um, watch what you say, boys, and let's get rolling. Um, pick one, Jacksonville. Home of Trevor Lawrence. Do they go quarterback? No, they probably don't. But um, who's the pick here? Jack
0: Joel. Well, I think the Jags, the odds have turned drastically in the last two days. They are going to be jigging while everyone else is jagging. And they are going to take Trayvon Walker, absolute athletic specimen out of Georgia. I personally I'm not sold on him. I think he's the sixth best defender on Georgia's defense and somehow he's going number one in the draft. But obviously there's a there's a passage so one day he will be great because of his athleticism. Um, so I think it's going to be Trayvon Walker and the Aidan Hutchinson hypers seem to die down a little bit. Um, Joel, where are you sitting with this?
2: Yeah, agree. Um, too much smoke around this for there not to be some fire in the Jaguars' draft room. Um, Yeah, Walker is going to be the first player off the board. They love him despite what everyone else thinks, and they have the pick. So that's what they're doing. Yep, I agree. Uh, I have Trevor
1: Walker in my mock draft, which will be certainly the most accurate of the crew. Um, But we'll move on. Lions pick two. Aiden Hutchinson, I presume, is a straightforward pick
0: here. Joel, Jack, any disagreements for pick two? Joel, I want to hear your opinion before I get um, too red in the face and start yelling about Aiden Hutchinson.
2: Yeah, I had Thibodeau here. Um, I think the Lions have been in on him this whole time, um, despite, you know, There was the Malik Willis buzz, um, you know, all that sort of stage of it. And, you know, Hutchinson has fallen in their lap seemingly. Um, But, no, I still think they're going to be in on Thibodeau. Um, I understand, you know, others saying, well, Hutchinson was going to be number one. Now he's just going to get him at number two. Like, I, you know, I don't think necessarily that's how it's going to work. And in the last, you know, Last 24 hours leading up to this thing, there's been a bit of a move in, you know, betting circles and in, you know, rumor mills around, you know, Thibodeau not sliding and coming back up draft board. So I think this could be where he goes at number two to the Lions.
0: If I'm, if I'm the NFL GM, I think this is absolutely the play. Kayvon Thibodeau is the best player in this draft. Um, I've actually got a stat in front of me saying that Kayvon Thibodeau, as a true freshman, had nine, six, uh, nine sacks and 14 tackles for loss, while Trayvon Walker, for his entire career, had nine and a half sacks and 13 tackles for loss. So Kayvon Thibodeau, as a 18-year-old, was better than Trayvon Walker has ever been, is what I'm trying to say. Um yeah, Kayvon Thibodeau, absolute superstar. But since I'm not the Lions GM and I'm obviously not a moron like he is, um, I think they're going to run with Aiden Hutchinson. Aiden Hutchinson, again, another player that I'm not hot on. Um, six foot seven, I feel like it's getting to the point where it's too big for a defensive uh, end. you are just got a bigger chest, easier to hold off. Um, This is one stat that nobody is talking about, but I think is huge. He's in the seventh percentile for arm length, which I don't know if you know much about edge rushers, but they do a lot with their arms and you need a lot of them. So um, I think he's got little baby boy T-Rex arms and that's not going to help him out in uh, the NFL. But I digress. The Lions... Historically bad franchise who make historically bad moves, um, and this will go down as one of them when they take Aiden Hutchinson. Andrew, uh, what's your uh, thoughts and opinions on this?
1: Well, there you go, listeners. Aiden Hutchinson equals bad. Kayvon Thibodeau had
0: nine sex in college, um, <laughs> from Jack Burgess, and just his first year, too. So he's, he's- <laughs> His body count is definitely higher than nine. But um, for the purposes of the mock, I
1: had Aiden Hutchinson. I'm happy if you two want to steer away from that. Um, give me your final pick here, Joel. I'll I'll handball this one to you, Hutchinson or Thibodeau?
2: Well, you have to say Thibodeau now. Burjo just shit on Hutchinson, and um. Yeah, I had to, though, too. So, you know, this is the Fantasy Addicts uh, mock draft. Let's make it as such. Screw the haters in there. Aiden Hutchinson, love. Well, here we are. We are an anti Aiden Hutchinson
1: pod. Uh, Texans on the board at three. Rumors whirling that they want. Eric Stingley, corner. Um, I haven't mocked it that way. Have you two mocked it that way? Or do we give them the falling bad player, short arms? Ugly Aiden Hutchinson.
0: Um, I think again with um, some pretty dumb franchises, still hot on Aiden Hutchinson, Mr. T Rex. Um, I think if he gets down to three, I see um, the Texans taking him. Probably not the best decision. I mean, they right now they're looking at best player available. They've got, I I think children on their roster. Well, that's how they play, in my opinion. Um, so, I wouldn't be surprised if they go icky um, at number three. Sure, up that O line, give Davis Mills as much help as he can. Um, but yeah, if Hutchinson's there, I think they'd take him. Joe?
2: Yeah, agree. Um, he's kind of, you know, even though he, he equals bad and has T Rex arms, he has fallen into their laps. Um, only thing I will add is that there has been a lot of hype about um, Stingley, cornerback uh, out of LSU, uh, and the Texans uh, seems to be you know a lot of smoke around that um, pick three Stingley, but um, you know I feel like if this situation happens, um, Hutchinson will be you know best available on their board. I don't think they would have be been expecting to be you know able to select him at number three, and I think they will do so, despite him being bad.
1: All right, so first three, Trayvon Walker, Kayvon Thibodeau, and Aiden Hutchinson. Pick four, New York Jumbo Jets have two picks inside the top 10, with number four being the first. Um, do we think they go O line now that Iggy Aquino is available, or cornerback at the two? Needs I have for the Jets. Um, What do you two boys think?
0: Um, Yeah, originally I had source going to um, the Jets, but obviously, um, if one of those top three edge rushes falls to them, I think they take whoever that is. Um, But uh, now that they're all gone, I think they look at O line. Um, Their top priority right now is getting. Zach Wilson as much confidence as he can. And right now you need to protect him and give him all the time you can. Um, So I think they have their choice of who they want at O-line. If I was them and what I think they are going to do, I think they're going with Icky, Um, just more positional versatility. Um, But uh, Joel, do you see that in a similar way?
2: yeah agree offensive line the pick um we're gonna go on a bit of an offensive line run i can feel it happening in my draft mock mock draft waters um but yeah the jets they um seem to be you know a little bit out on former first round pick Makai Beckton. um seen a couple of things of you know he's out of shape he's you know out of flavor with the organization and I think they definitely want to keep Zach Wilson upright and give him as much help as he can possibly get and I think it starts here with the offensive line and Icky um, and as Berjo mentioned you know a bit of position versatility which they can you know use if um, you know back then you know gets back in shape and in more of a rhythm and can actually string some games together. So, um, yeah, I have Iki here. Um, I think Berger does too. Let's, uh, let's lock that in, Andrew. I'm feeling um, confident.
0: Just quietly before we move on to Andrew, I just want to touch on my guy back then. Has anyone heard that he's weighing in at over 400 pounds now? Yeah, I saw that. The that guy voice. is fucking huge. He's <laughs> crazy. Like, he's getting into Frank numbers now. Um, <laughs> But, yeah, obviously, George Fant um, running out of contract at the end of the year, too. So, if, if Beckton gets back into shape and they want to hold on to him, um, Icky can move over to uh, right tackle, and I don't think that'd be a problem for them. Uh, Andrew, sorry for cutting you off, man. Um,
2: no, I'm going to cut you off now, Andrew. <laughs> oh, former, sucked in. Former Frank Ickleese numbers. Boy, did sorry. he trim down. Uh, He's weighing been, in at
0: Devontae Smith-type numbers now, isn't he?
2: He really is. He's
1: trim. <laughs> All right. I'll try to talk now. I think I'm good. Um, Are we happy to lock in the Giants, Panthers, pick five and six with those O-linemen, Evan Neal Charles Cross, or do you two have any other spicy takes like Kenny Pickett at six?
0: I can absolutely see Kenny Pickett at six. And I think with Matt Rule's job, uh, on the line, his head on the chopping board, um, he might want to run with the quarterback just to save his ass. And, and I think Kenny Pickett would be the one he would take, just being the most uh, NFL-ready quarterback. However, Kenny Pickett does suck, and their current offensive line sucks even worse. So I think it'd be a really horrible decision to take anything other than o- O'Lyman here. Um, I've actually got the Giants going with cornerback Sauce Gardner at pick five. Um, my ideology is that everything coming out of that, their camps is that they're in love with Sauce, and he fits their, um, their scheme better than Derek Stingley. Um, and why I've got him taken at five is so that the Panthers can take whichever of the two tackles left that they want um, and then, uh, the giants are left over with the remnants at pick seven, um, who will more than likely be Charles cross who from everything we're hearing is who the giants are in love with more, uh, now anyway. So, um, yeah, for me, source at five, uh, Evan Neal at six and Charles cross at seven Joel, what's your outlook?
2: Yeah, no matter which way you slice this pie, those three are going to be next on Joel's mock draft, um, which you know seems to be in line with this mock draft too, which is convenient. Um, I think the Giants will just take their pivot offensive line first, um, knowing that Carolina probably do have to take one too and they get sauce anyway. But we're really nitpicking here. Um Those three next on the board. Andrew, come up with any order you want, um, and I will be happy. We'll go Evan Neal at five, Charles Cross at six,
1: and Barbecue Sauce Gardner at seven. All right. right. Atlanta Falcons on the board at eight. Do they go quarterback? Because Marcus Mariota is very unattractive, if you ask me. But they also have holes everywhere on that offence. You can see them going receiver. You can even see them going defence or line. Um, There's just holes everywhere.
0: Um, Virgo, Joel, which direction do the Falcons go? Um, Yeah, the Falcons have another one of those rosters where anything they take here is going to be an improvement. Um, Their whole roster is depleted and is gross. Um, that being said, the biggest hole of them all is a receiver now with um Calvin Ridley uh, off to gambling addicts rehab. Um, their wide receiver core is gross. Um, Joe, if you could help me out with the pronun- pronunciation of their wide receiver one,
2: Olamade Zacchaeus.
0: Yes, so good player. Um, yeah, if you, if you want to go into the season with him as your ex-receiver, be um, my guest, but he's – don't expect to win a game. Um, so, yeah, I see a receiver here. Um, there's obviously three big names that comes to everyone's mind, uh, being uh, Garrett Wilson, uh, Drake London, and Jameson Williams. Um, I've got Garrett Wilson going here at pick eight, um, but any of those receivers I'd be happy with. Uh, Andrew, Joel, either you?
2: I have Gail
1: Wilson, uh, but Joel, take it away.
2: Oh, I had Drizzy, Drake, London, but I can see um none of the three receivers shock me. I think receiver, you have to help Marcus Mariota as much as you can. And, you know, you have to have some outside help that isn't Kyle Pitts. Um, so, yeah, I... I My thinking is that, you know, you you pair Kyle Pitts with Drake London and you've got the biggest and baddest receiving combo going around. Uh, Big, big boys, those two. Um, You know, you don't have to be that accurate, Marcus Mario, to just get it, you know, somewhere in the vicinity and those two should go up and get it. But, um, yeah, I just think receivers, the need, and, you know, none of the three would shock me. Um, maybe the Falcons try trade back, get a bit of extra draft capital, but I'm not sure who's willing to trade up. Um, you know, obviously, quarterbacks are still on the board. Um, so maybe a team might be a bit, you know, QB itchy, but, um, you know, as far as this pick without trading goes, I think it's a receiver. And, you know, I think there's some value on Drake London to be first off the board and, um, yeah, that's what I will mock on my draft. I'm not sure what you want to do for the purpose of the show though, Andrew. Take it away.
1: Um, I'm going to lock in Garrett Wilson. Um, good analysis by you, but I just think he's the favourite for the first receiver off the board. He's a like-for-like for, like for Calvin Ridley, who, as Burjo said, is at Gambler's Hotline. Um Yeah, I'm locking in Garrett Wilson. Burjo, are you happy with that decision?
0: Yeah, more than happy. Garrett Wilson, someone I think can definitely take the workload on that he's going to. Um, I don't see a world where 150 targets in this season is ridiculous. Um, Just feed him the ball and let him get those yards up. So, yeah, Garrett Wilson for me. Um, Just to deviate, if this happened, Joel, with the
1: 101 – are you taking Garrett Wilson or are you waiting for Brees Hall's landing spot still? That's a dumb question, I would have thought. Well, if Brees lands in a bad spot, do you like the spot for the Falcons? For Garrett no. Wilson? You don't?
2: But with Atlanta Falcons, who are they getting?
1: The Atlanta Falcons in the Simpsons. That's that's good. <laughs> you.
2: <Yeah. laughs> Um, no, nah, Bruce Hall's going to be the one I want. He could land it friggin' the mountain wolves and I'd still probably take
0: yeah. him. Shout out
2: mountain wolves. That's funny again. Um, you know, high if you can football. beat out
0: Charlem, then, then we'll talk. <laughs> he might be backing up.
2: True. Charlem alpha running back mountain wolves in the two K 16 season. Absolute workhorse.
1: Yeah. Sorry. Um, bad question. We'll move on. Um, uh, Seattle Seahawks, pick nine. Um, I have them going defense. Um, can you two see them going any other direction? I have Jermaine Johnson mocked to the Seattle Seahawks at pick nine.
2: Yeah, obviously, this is our fourth take. Um, and as you know, in the first take, I had uh, Trev Penning uh, here. Um, can see Seattle going offense um, and specifically... Offensive line to bolster up that position. They're obviously going to need to be winning in the trenches because they aren't going to be winning downfield with Drew Block or um, what's his face, Gino at quarterback. Although, shout out, Gino, um, really good season last year. DK Metcalf was better with you. Um, Yeah, um, but yeah, Seattle aren't going to be winning downfield. So, can see them, you know, with the run of offensive lineman we had earlier can see them going offensive line here. Wouldn't surprise me. Um, and Seattle, historically, a bit funky on draft day. Um, I remember when they took Rashad Penny in the first round. Um, so yeah, but concede. Um, defense would be smarter and is probably the pick. Just going to throw the offensive line out there as a possibility.
0: Yeah, um, obviously whatever whatever we say for the Seahawks here, it's not going to be right. They could take uh, anyone they want. They could take Charlene Baker out of the Melton Wolves, or they could take uh, Jack Burgess, punter out of Weber State. They can do anything at this position. Um, I wouldn't be too against them taking uh, quarterback, Malik Willis, obviously still on the board. Um, similar sort of play styles to Russell Wilson, um obviously not exactly the same, but um that doesn't, doesn't terrify me. Um but I'm gonna run with Andrew and go defense and go Jermaine Johnson. Um someone who's got a lot of hype since the senior bowl where he uh took the Mickey. Um and yeah, their their defense is fucking terrible. So slot Jermaine Johnson in and let him just bull rush all day.
1: Yeah, um, I like that pick. Rumours are Jermaine Johnson could be going top five um, that high in the draft. So um, I think this is a really good pick for the Seattle Seahawks. Um, Pick 10. Um, Rumours are the Jumbo Jets might look to trade this for Debo Samuel. Or conversely, they could just take a receiver with the pick. Um, Which one's more likely and who is your selection here?
0: Yeah, Joel, take it away um, I think whatever happens with the trade with Debo Samuel whether it goes through or not um, if the Niners end up getting this pick there's a receiver going anyway um, especially with London and Williams still on the board um, I'm, I'm going to say for now that the, the Jets don't trade it away and they hold on to it um, but their wide receiver core, they're not going in the next season with Corey Davis, Elijah Moore Braxton Berrios are they um, Zach Wilson needs all the help we can get. We've already got him an O-lineman. Let's get him someone to throw to. And with his absolute cannon of an arm, uh, speed kills in today's NFL. And uh, there's only one person less speedy than Tyree Kill. You know, there's there's only one person more speedy than Jameson Williams, and that's Tyree Kill. Um They went in hard for Tyreek in the off-season, didn't get him. And the next best thing is Jameson Williams. They'll let him run up and down all day. And Zach Wilson and him could be a dynamic duo for years to come. So um, that time run receiver, Jameson Williams. Um, Joel, thoughts, queries?
2: Yeah, um, agree. Um, I think if, you know, there's no Jermaine Johnson here, they, uh, they've they obviously shored up that um, offensive front. If they, you know, see no real standout on the defensive front, I think they go receiver. And as you said, let's get Zach Wilson someone to throw to. Let's get speed. Um, it always seems to show up with high... Um, Draft capital, Henry Ruggs, um, John Ross. Just as soon as you run fast, teams want you on their team. Teams want you on their team. That's really good. Um, But, yeah, Jameson Williams here, I like it. Um, Let's book it in and agree with what you also said about the Niners. If they do trade for the pick and trade Debo Samuel, I think receiver is, you know, Likely, and again, um, Kyle Shanahan, obsessed with speed, could use J. Merson Williams in a variety of different ways. I um, think he's been a big riser throughout the whole draft process, despite the ACL tear. Seems to be, you know, recovering well. Um, so one of those hype videos, you know, where they're practicing and, you know, running up and zigging and zagging and all that good stuff, so... You know, you love to see it. Jameson yeah, Williams pick 10. Yeah, I like it. Um Ben
1: Serpel wants him at twenty-two to the Packers or whenever they are for picking. Uh Ben, you're dreaming. All right. Um I will run through the top 10 for the listeners. We had uh Ramon Walker, then we had K K on K sorry I couldn't get that one out, Tibet Over. Then we had Aiden Hutchinson. Um, then did we have the lineman run?
0: Is that right? Yeah, we did have uh, Icky Uquano next
1: yeah, at four. Iki Evan Neal, Charles Cross. Then we had Source Gardner at seven, Garrett Wilson at eight, um, Jermaine Johnson at nine, and Jameson Williams at ten. Um, that leaves Washington on the board. Sorry, I was a bit confused. It's a bit Uh, different to my mock, but I really like this mock we're putting together boys. Um, Washington, Big Ten. I have them needing wide receiver and cornerback. Um,
0: What do you two have them going here? Yeah. Wide receiver, cornerback, uh, safety. I can see any of the above. Um, Kyle Hamilton's one that's standing out to me. Um, Obviously, the best safety product uh, prospect in forever um, but however I'm going to go in the direction of Drake London uh, the, one of the one of the big three receivers left on the board um, I think he fits in perfectly with uh, the commanders Carson Wentz um, Carson Wentz obviously a bad quarterback but a good uh, jump ball thrower so I think all he has to do with to find success with Drake London is to just bloody get it up there and let him, let him get to work. Um, and when Carson Wentz is being chased by three defensive ends, all he has to do is close his eyes and chuck it up there. Drake London's going to go up and get it. Um, I don't know if his skill set's going to translate very well, um, to the NFL, but obviously being the wire receiver there at the commanders, um, he's not going to have to take all the volume in. He can just be that, that deep guy who can just moss the small cornerback. Um, so yeah, Drake London for me uh, to Washington, Joel, how's your outlook?
2: Yeah. I have doozy Drake going here too. Um think. Although you mentioned, you know, cornerback safety defense. Um, I think the commanders as we're now calling them, um, They did have a great defense two years ago, we all remember, uh, going into last season. Everyone, you know, they were the – they were sort of a, you know, everyone's sneaky team because they had such a strong defense. And I think, you know, they probably think that defense can um, bounce back. And I think they're in their minds, their biggest need is playmakers outside of uh, Terry McLaurin, Antonio Gibson. So with Carson Wentz at your quarterback – you're going to need as many playmakers as you can, and I think they get one here with Drake London.
1: Yep, Drake London, pick 11. Um, yeah, I'm I'm really happy with that. All right. Minnesota on the clock, pick 12. Um, have a history of taking LSU DBs. Um, is that where you two have the Vikings going, or do you have them
0: going another direction? Uh, yeah, Derek Stingley has fallen way too far in this draft. Um, there's not a chance that he gets past uh, 12 at the Vikings. Um, obviously, they're lacking uh, heavily at cornerback Patrick Peterson's getting old. Um, Derek Stingley, the only way he's fallen this far is because of his injuries. His 2019 tape at LSU was fucking stupid. Like he's. He, if he if that's the only film we had, he'd be going number one in this draft easily. Um, obviously battled with uh, injuries, that's the only thing that's going to let him slide, but yeah, could go anywhere between three and 12 but he's not going later than 12. The Vikings are probably putting in this pick before they even get on the clock. Joel.
2: Yeah, look, agree. Stingley uh, at twelve is clearly the value. Oh, he's just fallen into whoever takes him this lap at twelve. I say whoever takes him at twelve because the Texans also seem to be in love with Stingley. Um, he is been a lot of smoke about him going at pick three, and he's still on the board one pick before they pick at thirteen. Um, wouldn't shock me to see them, you know make a move, wouldn't have to give up theoretically much to go get their man um, at 12 rather than 13. Um, So just keep that in mind while you're, you know, while uh, the Vikings run the clock. A move would not shock me here. But, um, yeah, at 12, Stingley, um, team to be decided. Yeah, um, they're Stingley to the Vikings. Um, all
1: Texans, as you said, at pick 12. Um, But for this mock draft, the Texans are indeed on the clock. Next, um, talk about a team with a lot of needs. Um, Which direction would the Texans go if they keep
0: pick 13, Jack, Joel? uh, Love to hear your thoughts. Um, So, this mock, they've obviously picked up Aiden Hutchinson um, at pick 3, so they're feeling a a spot of absolute need there at edge. Um still almost every spot needs a little bit of love. Um I'm looking at Trevor Penning here. Um uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say he's a bad prospect. Nobody else thinks it. I think that he's not very good. Um so the Texans could shore up that O-line that they decide to go against early on. Um, I think Davis mills needs a little bit of help. However, I'm going to stay in the trenches on defense and really look to shore up that run defense. Now go best player available. And that best player is Jordan Davis. Um, obviously we all know he's a physical freak. He's huge. What? three forty pounds runs a four, eight. Like it's, he, he, he moves quicker than me and he weighs t- twice as much as me. It's not good. Um, yeah, Jordan Davis going to help their run defense straight away. Aiden Hutchinson going to help their pass defense. Um, two players that are just going to reinforce their defense and let um let Davis Mills only put up fifteen points in a game and still win. Um, uh, Joel, do you see them going defense here, or do you see them helping out their offense a little?
2: Yeah, the way our drafts fallen. Um... I wouldn't be as sure as of the you know another defensive pick. Um, think they may want to you know leverage both sides of the ball. Um, and you know, maybe if they do believe in Davis Mills, they will take an offensive line then to you know protect him, you know, get more of an idea of what they've got at quarterback. Um, but. You know, I think if they do go along the lines of, as you said, best available, um, Jordan Davis will be that. Um, Run stuffing defense, you know, elite prospect, great combine. um, You know, hard to argue with what you've uh, drawn up there, Jack.
1: Yeah, I'll lock in
2: Jordan Davis at 13 to the Texans. Um,
1: They've started with Aiden Hutchinson and Jordan Davis. Uh, pretty good start for the Texans, I would say, Um, even though Aiden Hutchinson sucks and has small arms. Ravens at 14. Um, Not sure really what the Ravens need. They seem like a well-run organisation, but I had them taking offensive line. Trevor Penning, as you said, Virgil hates him. I had him going here at 14. Um, Joel, who have you got the Ravens taking? the NFL Fantasy
0: Attic Mock Draft. Joel deciding not to take himself off mute. Very interesting strategy for the podcast.
2: Yeah, good uh, good catch there. <laughs> um, <laughs> poor form. Um, it, I'm so not as I, this, that, by the way.
1: This is not a getting yeah. edited.
2: Continue. As I was saying to myself, um, Kyle Hamilton and... <laughs> Yeah, really, really throwing me off bad there. The two names that were coming to mind are Penning and Kyle Hamilton. I think one of the two will go here. Um, offensive line probably being the, you know, bigger need, um, Lamar Jackson. You know, you want to protect your quarterback. Um, and they obviously do do a lot of running um, with him. Um and then the other name, um, Hamilton, being a safety, you know, hybrid sort of player, um, real, you know, queen of the chessboard type players, which I'll probably bring up a million times. Was that Micah Parsons last year? God, they love bringing that up. Um, anyway, um, he could take over from Harrison Smith, who was getting older. And, um, you know, with how heavily that division has gone to the offense now, like a lot of offensive talent, to Sean Watson, obviously to the Browns. um, The Bengals, they're elite. Super Bowl, Jamar Chase, Joe Burrow. And then you've got, um, um, you know, elite Mitchell Trubisky um, in division now. You want to shore up your defense as well. So uh, those are the two players. Um, Interested to see hear Bojo's thoughts.
0: It's a bloody air raid division, isn't it? Terrifying. Um yeah, obviously in that in that division, um I don't I don't hate any defensive back. Um I think uh the one I'm looking at taking is Trent McDuffie. Um their cornerback room looks good on paper. Marcus Peters and Marlon Humphrey looks good. Um but in today's NFL you really need five Uh, three cornerbacks um, and one to play in that slot corner Um, and you saw last year with the injuries that they both sustained it it falls apart pretty quickly Um, so I wouldn't be surprised there if they went cornerback to saw that cornerback room up Um, however um, I see blatant needs on their O-line Tyler Linderbaum comes to mind um, but uh, while not desperately needing a center, uh, Linda Barn doesn't fit their um, their usual archetype. Um, Linda Barn, more of a mobile, would help um, on the outside runs and the screen plays, but uh, Ravens tend to like their big, beefy centers that you can just jam it up the guts with. Um, so I am going to turn towards Trevor Penning. However much I hate him, I think he's all they have on the board or all all they're looking at on the board, uh, at tackle. Um, And I think they're going to pull the trigger on him. Um, Andrew, if you could um, lock in our pick, you've got the big decision.
1: Yeah, you've brought up a lot of names, boys, but I am the host today and Trevor Penning is the pick. And when it happens... Tonight, listeners, um, you'll know why. It's because of this podcast and because of me. So pick 15 at Philadelphia. And the last pick we'll run through today um, before some overall draft thoughts. Um, I can see two clear names on the board, Kyle Hamilton and Chris Olave. Eagles love taking receiver in the first round. Old
0: Jack, who have you got Philly taking here? Look, when at what point did they stop taking my receivers in the first round? And like, I can give it a rest. Like, I think you found a good one, Devontae Smith. Like, you can chill now. You don't need you don't need to get another receiver that Jalen Hurts isn't going to be able to throw a pass to. That being said, I think I think the the Kyle Hamilton fall has gone long enough. Um Eagles obviously um blaring needs at cornerback and at safety. Um and I think Kyle Hamilton's gonna step right in there and become a massive piece of that defense. Um even if he he does convert to linebacker, I can see him performing very well. Um he's he reads the game like fucking no one we've ever seen him before. It's incredible. Um he just doesn't have the leg speed to keep up with it. Um, so a lot of people say he's going to perform it as a single height safety. Um, definitely not. We saw him line up at slot corner at some points last year and just get absolutely toasted. So the people that say, oh, he's he's 40 times, isn't he? Game speed. No, fucking he is. He's not quick. Um, he's not terribly slow, but um, he's not going to keep up with the, the speed of... Um, Of the NFL. So um, in a a double high safety concept that the Eagles like to run, I can see him performing very well. So um, Kyle Hamilton for me, that's uh, who I'd be taking if I'm the Eagles. Joel?
1: Um, Jack, it appears Joel has died on us and I refuse to do editing. So it's just us two for
0: the remainder. Of the pod, um, uh, the podcasting game isn't for the for the weak minded or the weak interneted. Obviously, no, and just, if, if Joel doesn't want to pay up for that premium broadband, then he's going to pay that price. The yeah, show must go on,
1: as they say. Um, Chris Alave, Kyle Hamilton, which direction
0: should we finalise for the pod? Um, as I said, um, I'm heavily on the defensive back train. Mate defensive back that i'm hammering is kyle hamilton um end of the day you're the host of the podcast you make the big boy decisions um you wear the frank's big boy pants for the day so um go ahead and you make the call i don't like chris Olave, so i'm going to lock in kyle
1: hamilton and that'll wrap up the top 15 picks of the nfl addict podcast um you want me to run, th- I'll run through it again, Jack. So we got pick gotcha. one Jacksonville, Avon Walker, pick two Detroit Lions, Avon pick three Texas Aiden Hutchinson, pick four the Jumbo Jets, Picky Acconi, pick five the Giants, Evan Neal, pick six the Panthers, Charles Cross, pick seven the Giants, Sauce Gardner, pick eight the Falcons, Garrett Wilson, pick nine the Seahawks, Jermaine Johnson, pick 10, the Jets again, Jamison Williams, pick 11, Washington, Drake, London, pick 12, the Vikings, Derek Stingley Jr., pick 13, Texans, Jordan Davis, pick 14, the Ravens, Trevor Penning, and pick 15, the Eagles, Kyle Hamilton, yeah, when, just some overall draft thoughts, um, in just yeah. talk about the last half of the first round, is there any quarterback
0: taken and how many do you think get taken? Um, yeah, obviously, I, I'm i the big Malik Willis guy. Um, the hype got too far at some point, I think it's started to cool now, which is um, about time. I see him ending up at the Steelers, whether that's sort of a trade up or if he falls all the way to pick 20. Um, we have neglected to mock Kenny Pickett, Kenny Small Hands Pickett to the Panthers. Um, and coincidentally, since uh, the teams in the later on round have good front officers that aren't made up of um, people with the IQ of less than 50, um, I've mocked them to neglect Kenny Pickett. Um because he's bad at football. Um, so I've got Kenny sliding out of the first round. However, I've got the Lions taking Desmond Ritter at pick 32. He's one of my locks of the draft. I think there's no way the Lions leave without him. Um, one of the biggest winners of the combine and has just shown nothing but promise since obviously interviewing very, very well. Um, so those are the two quarterbacks that I see in the first round. That's, Malik Willis at pick twenty and Desmond Ruda at pick thirty-two. Um, what about you, man?
1: I personally still have four getting off the board. Um, I have Saints taking Malik, Malik Willis at nineteen, Steelers taking Kenny Pickett at twenty, the Titans taking Matt Corral at twenty-six, Tanner Hill moving on in age. Um, and I read somewhere if they cut him next year, they save like twenty million in cap space, so MacRae could sit behind and then take over. And then I also have the Lions taking Desmond Ritter at thirty-two. Um, Jack, any running back taken in the
0: first round for you? Uh, for, for me, no. But um, I know we like to we like to get more of the running backs, um, the Bills with. Brees Hall I, I mean or Kenneth Walker but with Brees Hall uh, could be something a little bit dangerous Um, Boy can play Boy can flat out play and has proven it for a long time Bill's desperately in it for a little bit of the run game like they can't keep Chuck along with these fucking second third round picks of Devin Singletree and Zach Moss Um, I think um, a guy like Brees Hall is going to definitely open up a lot more for their offense. Um, but, yeah, that's that's the only place I really see a running back going in the first round. Uh, Andy, you, you got anyone?
1: Yeah, Bills are the only ones, I think, but I think they're too smart of an organization to actually do it. Um, and final question for me, unless you have any more, how many more receivers – have you got going in the first round? I'll remind you, we have Garrett Wilson, Drake London and Jameson Williams already gone. That's three.
0: Can you see any more or how many more can you see going in the first round? Uh, yes, yeah, so I've, I've mocked another three more going in the first, um, those being Chris Olave at 19 to the Saints, uh, Traylon Burks at 22 to the Packers and... Uh, I've got George Pickens at pick 30 to the Chiefs. Um Pickens would be the one I'm least confident on, obviously. Um he's more of a more of a um a hole filler for the Chiefs, not obviously losing uh Tyreek Hill. They've got um they've got some needs there. Um but yeah, I'd be shocked if Burks and Olaf didn't go first round. Um, where are you seeing the receivers, Andrew?
1: Um, I have, I think I have four more still to go. Yes, I have Olave to the Saints, Carolyn Burks to the Cowboys, Jahan Dodson to the Packers, and Sky Moore to the Chiefs. Um, all the names mentioned have potential to go in the first round. So um, I think the Packers, Chiefs, Cowboys, Saints, um, Eagles are all in play to take receiver um, from the teams in the second half of the first round. Um, with that, Jack, I will give the listeners my over on receivers in the first round. I think it's set at 6.5. That is my one bet of the first round. Do you
0: have any yourself? Um, I don't. Um, I don't know what the over-under for Kayvon Tipper is was sitting at now. I might have to look this up. Um, nah, fuck it. I don't have enough time. If it's... Whatever it is, take me under, you're saying? Yeah, whatever it, no, but if it's three and a half, don't take the under. <laughs> um, I I think if it's a, if it's at four and a half, take it. Take the unders and run. Um I think quarterbacks drafted, I think the overrun was sitting at three and a half. Um I'm gonna smoke on those unders. Um yeah, they're the only only two markets I have on top of my head now. Um, any, I, I got a couple of questions if you want to keep this podcast rolling, baby.
2: Yeah.
0: I, I know you want to get up and start the day, but uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep talking about this draft because I know I won't be able to sleep after this. Um. I, first question is: Do you have any locks uh, for the rest of the first round? Is there anyone you are uh, sh- pretty much sure of going? Uh, um, depending on if they're taken early or not, obviously. Oh, 100%. I think.
1: I think will go. I think Willis will go. Uh, I think McDuffie will go. That's another bet, actually. Cornerbacks over, I think. Instead of three and a half, I would like go over on that.
0: Is Is it only three and a half? Even if it's four and a half, I'd like it. Uh, if it's fucking seven and a half tape in, maybe not, but just whatever it is, smash the it.
1: Yes, um,
0: and I I do think Kenny Pickett will go Jack,
1: even though you don't like that take. But yeah, what about you? You got any sneaky
0: first round lock selections? Um, maybe not first round locks, but um, locks to the to the specific team. Um, I personally really like. Zion Johnson to the charges, they're fucked at guard. Um, And he can come in and fill the left or right side. Um, Just looking through now. um, I really like George Karloftis to the cards. Um, Their pass rush is fucked now. Like they got JJ White, but man is struggling to stay on the field. So your best ability is availability. And right now, um, he's looking uh, very lacking in that department um, so I have I can see that um, just looking through the rest um, maybe not a lock but I, I am pretty confident on the Bengals taking Linda Baum. Um the best center prospect in the draft by a long shot um, and it's pretty pretty blasphemous um, that he can fall all the way to 31 but I just don't see any other teams pulling the trigger on um, on a centre um, yeah I had to argue with what you said
1: um, you want to have a little side bet me and you um, I'll take Moore, you take George Pickens whoever gets picked first wins
0: oh hell yeah let's do it <laughs> let's throw right. that big ball money on it too. alright um, listeners
1: um that's mine and Jack's bet. Um, any tips for draft day
0: for the listeners, Jack, before we sign off? Oh, just fucking just sit back and enjoy it because it's one of the best days of the year. Whatever you do, don't go to work, Frank, if you're listening. Take it off, man. Grow up. You, the prison's still going to get built if you're not there, there at work for one day. So, um, yeah. Oh... Do you, to, do you want to wrap this up, or oh, I can I can fire a couple more questions at you if you if you want?
1: Oh, I, th- I thought you were done. Yeah, keep going.
0: What do you think? Nah, no, mate. I can. Um, I got a fun one. Who is your favourite and least favourite player in the draft? Favourite player is probably Jamison Williams to
1: watch. I really enjoy him. Least yeah. favourite is whoa. I think, I think honestly, I think Chris Olave is too high on people's mock drafts. I don't like him. The Gordon. Um, doesn't do it for me, Jack. Uh, yeah,
0: so yeah, yeah. I like your um, hot takes for you, if they're hot or not. I don't know. No, I do like your takes. I like both of them. Two receivers, one good, one bad. Um, yeah, I'm the, I'm the same. i I got vibes a lot. Um, I don't. No, I don't know the ins and outs of these players' positions. I'm not a wide receiver coach, um, but I—I I know I've probably given him away with what I've said on the on the podcast earlier. But Kwon Tuba is so fun to watch. Boy, he's just quick. Um, I have full faith that he's going to take the piss in the NFL. Um, whether he ends up at the Texans or the Jets or um, wherever he may land, I. I just wouldn't want to be a quarterback in that division. Um, least favorite, I mean, there's no, there's no points for guessing who it is. It's Aiden Hutchinson. Um, I'm very passionate about my edge rushes. Um, when um, when there's love for some that don't deserve it, I, um, I get pretty hurt. So, um, so Aiden Hutchinson, I've got a late first grade on him, and he's getting talked about with the first and second pick. So. Um, disgusted is one way to describe my attitude at that. Um, but yeah, hard. It was hard for me not to say Malik Willis is my favorite player in the draft. But Caitlin Tibbs is a little bit special, isn't he? All right,
1: Jack. With with the Aiden Hutchinson hate, I think we should leave it there because that was the theme of the pod. Thanks for coming on. Enjoy your draft day. Are you watching the draft day movie before the draft?
0: I recommend you should. Yeah, I think I'm gonna to have to. I might set the alarm extra early just to get the the uh, Sunny Weaver Jr. Um, juices flowing.
1: All right. Well, thank you. Thanks, Joel, even though he's not here. Thanks, Frank. Um, yeah. Go draft day. Go Eagles. Eagles. Jamison Williams, pick 15. Let's go. Thanks, Jack.
0: Thanks, Annie. Thanks for having me. Glad to be here. Uh, Enjoy. Thank you for listening to the Fantasy Addict Dynasty podcast. Follow the podcast on Instagram at
2: NFL Fantasy Addict. And be sure to subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts or Spotify to make sure you don't miss a second of the action.